many, many times he said things. So nothing you do. Now we, we used a little uh, example last week or whenever we started this. Listen to this, the statement and then hear it as the action figure and then hear it as the negation of the action figure. Yeah, you can do it, it's easy. Yeah, so nothing you will do will change you for you need no change. Yeah, so obviously there, he's not talking to what we are. Yeah, well, he is, but he's talking about what we're not. So obviously nothing you do will change you for you need no change. Obviously that's not the belief the action figure works under. Is it? No, even addiction is trying to feel how you, how to trying to change how you feel or how you think you feel really. You don't know how you're feeling, but your head is sure you're feeling a certain way and you wanna get out of that, yeah? So nothing you will do, no, nothing you do will change you for you need no change. This would be captured in recovery as self can't get out of self, yes? So the thing is how self can't get out of self is misunderstood is because we think there's a Paul that's listening to self can't get out of self. That idea of being the listener to the statement self can't get out of self is really the selfing, yeah? Yeah, so it's just clear. So nothing you do will change you for you need no change. This is not what we wake up with usually. This is not the itinerary setting of the day, is it? No. You may change your mind or your body, this is basically, but it is always something external to you. So now he's attempting to imply there's something that, let's not call it you, but there's something in us that's not of these things that come and go, that are changeable, that expand and contract, but something unimaginable, incomprehensible, because we're always looking at everything as something that comes or goes expands, contracts, yeah. So this using these eyes are really the blindness to the message, really. Why bother at all to change? So here it says, but it is always something external to you that has changed, not yourself, meaning the big S self. See, we, we talk from the idea of recovery self, yeah, which is this, the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate thing that has a lot of attributes it doesn't really have, yeah? And who is the doer of doing, the thinker of thoughts, the feeler of feelings. This idea of a noun that's in relation with verbs when it's only there is a verbing, yeah? So noun and verb would obviously be a dualistic expression, yes? One let's say I don't like to use one thing, but a thing going on, and then it's dissected by how you look at it into noun and verb. This is what non-duality is negating. It's negating that. It's not negating, it's negating, the, and see, it's not even negating that really, because that's fine. Yeah, it's the idea of it's you is what's being negated because the head is going to keep thinking the way the head thinks, yeah? That doesn't mean you're thinking that way. See, this is the dilemma. People, because there's a subtle idea that they're the thinker, believe 
that when they change, the thoughts are going to change. And they're always surprised and really, really amazed or frustrated because that didn't work out the way they thought. Yeah? Because you have no... The thinking is a, is a systemic activity. It's not yours. You're not doing it. Yeah? The idea that you're the thinker of it is just another thought in the system. Yeah? So... Why bother, so here, why bother at all to change? So if you realize that all that you've been doing hasn't really moved anything truly that's unmovable, right? Then wouldn't you get to a point where you'd see the futility of it? It's, even though the head would keep reusing the same old idea, you, some, some aspect of you and awareness you become aware of the futility of being directed by that. Yeah. It would come to it, it would show itself sooner or later to be failed. And then what can a failed system show you? It's failed. Yeah. So what happens? Find out. Yeah. I wouldn't want to describe what happens because the fun of it is like Christmas opening the presents. It was better if you never knew what they were before your older brother told you because he did a scouting mission down there. You got this and that, you know? It was more fun when it was, you open a present, yes, and then it, showed, it revealed to be what it was instead of you thinking you knew it already. Yeah, it's different feeling. And much more convincing to me, obviously. It's much more convincing, I feel, to find out than to know already, especially when you don't know. I used to work with a lot of people in, in recovery, and when we'd be sitting there and they'd be in a very bad situation, seemingly feeling terrible, and I would be saying something, they'd go, I know, I know. I said, well, no, you don't know, because if you knew, you wouldn't be in this seeming condition, because this condition is based on you don't know, but you think you know. That's why it's the way it is. Yeah. So what needs to be negated is the thinking you know, and then you'll admit finally you fucking don't know. And really, that's a hallelujah usually. It doesn't seem that way to the system, but when it occurs, you see it works a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So realize once and for all that neither your... Oh, wait a minute. I'll move back. Why bother at all to change? Realize once and for all that neither your body nor your mind, nor even your consciousness is yourself and stand alone in your true nature. So I feel he's talk, he talks about awareness as something different than consciousness. Consciousness is something going on that's really divine, defined by what it's moving through. So there's insects that have seven gates of contact yeah we have like five gates of contact and then another gate of going over the contact thoughts about it yeah but there's other you could have 50 gates of contact but so the consciousness in a way is defined by what it's moving through like you have a spectrum you see light but you only see it in a, in a certain amount of shades yeah you don't see there could have been a larger spectrum of what late light would appear as different colors if you had the ability, but the action figure is defined, it's programmed, yeah? It's not, it doesn't have an open 
it's not AI. It's not like an in artificial intelligence that's getting more intelligence, obviously. <laughs> that doesn't take a long dissertation. Just look around. <laughs> Just look around when you're driving when it's raining. <laughs> it's more. Yeah. So it's not a big leap of. <laughs> so. I would say this idea of awareness is there's an event of consciousness that appears in it, but I don't think consciousness captures all of its qualities or its non-qualities. I don't. Yeah. Because awareness doesn't get affected by what it's moving through. Consciousness seems to be, yeah? You can be unconscious or more conscious, but awareness, there's not more aware and less aware. There's more things you may be aware of, but there's no more, there's not more awareness. Yeah. You may more will be revealed, but the awareness will be what's revealed always tells you it's always been this way. The awareness, yeah. So it's not in a growth spurt or it's not growing towards anything. Yeah, whatever it is. It's just I like the mystery of stuff. And I think we should really uh take what's said in, in, in the history of spirituality, which is that which we're seemingly looking for is indescribable, unknowable, incomprehensible. Why not act that way and stop trying to describe it and trying to comprehend it and trying to know it? And the beauty of it being unknowable isn't like, oh man, it's out of reach completely. No, you are it. That's why it's unknowable. Yeah, you are it. You can't know it because you aren't. Yeah. Yeah. You are what you're looking for. Yeah. You don't, it's not like I know what I'm looking for. No, no. You are what I'm looking for, what you're looking for. All right. So this may be the last time I use this paper. It's falling apart here, but hey, it's going to be like the Dead Sea Scrolls of Zen Mishra. All right. <laughs> we better realize once and for all. Like it says right now, because before this paper dissolves, realize once and for all that neither your body, nor your mind, nor even your consciousness is yourself and stand alone in your true nature. Beyond consciousness and unconsciousness. What's that? I don't know. Let's call it awareness. Yeah. So. This is beautiful here. No effort can take you there because you're not gone. There's no there there. The there is here. <laughs> when you make it there, it's still here, but now you seem not to be. Because <laughs> you're busy looking for the here as a there. <laughs> so you live the role of the there here. <laughs> Uh, so this is beautiful, very simple direction. See, learning, uh, you know, we, we get taught ways of learning, but that they're not the only ways of learning. Yeah. There's some learning that doesn't need to be learned. It is, it's packed, it's in the package, so to speak. It's that knowledge that you feel before knowledge. Yeah. It's like a, unspoken yes or you know something just hits you as being so 
and there's no disputing of it. Let's call it the I am, the sense of existence that's pulsed, that's like a humming generator right now. Yeah, we have nothing seemingly to do with it. We actually see more, the head seems more a reaction to conscious contact. There's conscious contact and then there's a reaction and the reaction is pretty much based on powerlessness because the contact already happened. So that happened already, and then it's got to deal with that. So a lot of ways it deals with that is to deny it, distract it, blame others for it, you know? But it comes Johnny come lately. Yeah. So it's like, a, you can see, you really can, if you can see that sense of being and then the reacting as you, it's time. It needs time for that to occur. Yeah, without the idea of time, there would be no a you appearing after the conscious contact. It would just be conscious contact, yes, and then whatever. But in time, there's a reaction to the conscious contact, which isn't really conscious. It's not a conscious reaction. It's a programmed reaction. And that program reaction has a, a determining order, which is like Hal in 2001, where the people that are under the influence of Hal have no idea that Hal has another order, the computer, and it doesn't have to promote the, the eternal life of the humans. Yeah, it's got a bigger, uh, journey to going on yeah so this is the head so the head reacts and therefore it's totally powerless for what happened really it because it wasn't there it had nothing to do with the conscious contact it believes it has a lot to do with you but that comes later that's a story truly yeah and so instead of denying the powerlessness and how we try to hide that the head does is by trying to manage and control because it knows it's unmanageable and uncontrollable. It's like waiting to hear the news of what happened and then it reacts. <laughs> it can't change the storm. Yeah, it can just get the news, there's a storm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so no effort can take you there, I believe, because you're already here, tell you the truth. That's why no effort or thought uh, in recovery, we talk about you get whacked. Yeah, and the problem does not exist for you anymore with no thought or effort on your part. So basically your irrelevance that only appears relevance in the timescape, in the timeless whack that you, you see in utmost irrelevance of what you have given so much meaning to, you haven't, but the head does. Yeah, it's really a rude awakening. And so here he goes, no effort can take you there, only the clarity of understanding that there's no need to, you're here, really. The clarity of understanding is you're here, so that's why no effort can take you there. Just like when I had this event and I, it looked like a giant, like, uh, like a fish, went, like an, an epiphany was a big fish. This was like a giant tuna. And the, the, the revelation was, I can never get back, you know, to the ultimate, whatever. And I went off and a lot of people that were there were buying the whole, oh, yes, the yearning, the longing, the feeling of separation that moves us year after year 
to you know transcend and merge into that infinite. But then a week later, I realized I can never get back because I never left. <laughs> so the idea of no effort can take you there. Because see, when you hear it as an as an efforter, you think, well, I beg your difference. I think it's going to be different for me. I know all those fuckers have failed, but they're not me. So they suck at being a doer. I'm a fucking doer. I'm going to do myself with a lot of effort into this condition. So the evidence of the futility gets, we get blinded by the system because of its extreme self-centeredness that no, no practicality applies because you're talking about me. I'm different than all the other people that ever demonstrated any effort and failed. I'm going to be the one who succeeds. Yes, yeah, it's crazy. So no effort can take you there because you're here is much clearer to me. Yeah, so no effort could take you here there because you're here. Therefore, you see, even in, a, in the action figure's small brain look of things, it gets disarmed right there because obviously it's already arrived. So what efforting does it need to do? So it really questions itself at the heart of it, yeah? When you realize the reason why there's no effort can take you there is you're already that. That disputes not the specialness of the doer, but the doer itself completely, yeah. Yes. And you, this is how you can see the addiction to the doer. Hey, bro, the, the addiction to the doer is what keeps these journeys going. Yeah, because, and keeps this understanding going because if, it, if there's no effort that could ever produce that, then what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, so basically it has to be seen, you know, that there, there is a subtle effort, okay? Yes, because, the doer hanging itself out to dry is a wonderful sight to see. When you see that it's overextended and it gets caught like the emperor with no clothes. Yeah. And then hopefully you'll see the emperor with no clothes when it's wearing clothes. That's the whole point of the understanding. Yeah, It's not having that peak experience. I saw the emperor with no clothes. It's having the sight to see the emperor with no clothes when it's wearing full regalia. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, the whole point is not a peak experience, it's a recognition. Yeah, so, and this is what he says here. He says, no effort can take you there, only the clarity of understanding. So the clearness of understanding, yeah. Now, we've met incredible understandings in this life, but there's been an unclearness of who is it that was having the understanding. To me, that's the misunderstanding. So you can, there are some incredible understandings that you have can be introduced to. Tao Te Ching, all this fucking shit. Unbelievable ways of, what do you mean? Yielding, we'll get everything to work out and all this. Yeah, they're amazing. But the real, so the understandings can be incredibly clear, but if it's an, if the, the one who has the understanding is the real misunderstanding, yeah? Mm -hmm. It's gonna neuter the effects that that clear understanding could have brought because it's gonna be claimed by the misunderstanding, yeah? So the misunderstanding is that Paul has the understanding. 
And Paul thought maybe, why is it taking 30 profound understandings to bring any relief for Paul? I thought just Taoism would have done it. No, it's Taoism mixed with Buddhism, then radical fucking Tantra in an anti-gravity tube or something. Somehow there's gotta be a magical way to trigger it. No, it's because you're trying to convince something that can't be convinced because it's already convinced. <laughs> yes, it's already convinced that it's a Paul that has all these understandings. Why waste time trying to unconvince it? Yeah, just bypass it. Just do an end around, you know, just send it around the corner for a half an hour and get all these disputes deal dealt with. Yeah. So to me, the clarity of understanding, and I'm obviously, I'm not saying I'm capturing how we thought about it. I'm just putting how I'm thinking about it now or feeling about it. That clarity of understanding is the is the clarity of that there is no Paul that has understandings, yes? So it doesn't matter how much or how little the understandings have or are, it's the Paul that's the target, not the other understandings, yes? Yeah, all you do is you look at the whole fucking thing, you just walk over to one imaginary thing and pull it, and then, <laughs> All the air or the water starts running out, and then you are not you're on to something. That was it. How do you know by the fruit? Yeah, you're traveling lighter in spite of yourself, not for it or as it, but really in spite of it. Yeah. You, you now have a sense of unlimitedness through the experience of a limitation, which is amazing, really. Because the limitation is never going to give it to you. So where does that sense of unlimitedness come from? It comes from the being that we are, not the thing that we're appearing to be, yeah? yeah? And so we learn, we recognize the limitations of the action figure, and so the whipping of it, not being ready to be the chariot of the gods, or failing once again to sit solid with back straight for 14 hours, all that shit's called off. And now it can just be happy it has a cushion in his chair. Yes. <laughs> so trace your misunderstandings. That's what we do here, truly. We're tracing them. We're in... <laughs> Seeing the blindness of the students, we have to really put it in indelible ink, like engrave it. We can't trace it anymore. <laughs> we gotta have a HD picture of the you that you're not for you to recognize it. So the tracing hasn't worked. But, <laughs> so trace your misunderstandings. Yeah, trace them. Where are they coming from? All roads lead to that one. See, it's not saying trace your understandings. It's tracing the misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah and abandon them. And see, the beautiful thing is, you can abandon something that you're not. You can't abandon what you are, because in that movie of abandoning what you are, you'd still be there. Yeah, you'd be there. I've abandoned myself there. You, wait a minute, I swear, I made a vow. It doesn't seem like you're abandoned at all. But if you get in a car, you whack it, we used to do this all the time before the DMV got better with their records. 
We'd be driving around in a beater up in San Francisco, fucking around, rammed it on top of Castro Market onto a tree, and we'd abandon that car, never looking back, just walk away. The cops didn't, couldn't fake trace it or anything. It just fucking, they, some tow truck would pull it away. It was like a beater, a 50 buck car. So I could abandon that definitely easily. So trace the understandings and it's gonna reveal that which you have taken to be you is not. And suddenly that which you've been trying to get out of can be abandoned. Yes, because you recognize it's not you. You were not able to entertain the abandonment of it because it was always seen as you. Just like I know, I have two people in my family kill themselves, two of them. And humbly, uh, I'm sure their thought system never gave them the possibility of seeing that which was driving them crazy to be other than them. Yes? And therefore, taking it to be them, it only ended into one place, which is the whole show has to be called off to get rid of that one character, so to speak. Yes? It's like canceling Seinfeld to get rid of George, you know? You could have gotten rid of George and kept the show going, but if you think George is all of Seinfeld, then the whole thing gets canceled. Yes? Yeah, so the understanding is about the misunderstanding. The clarity of the understanding is there isn't any claiming of being the one who understands. It's just clear understanding without an owner. Because as soon as it becomes your understanding, it goes into the category of misunderstanding. <laughs> it's like being, you can't get before the change that mail. That mail goes right there. So here, trace your misunderstandings and abandon them. How hard is that? If they're not you, you can abandon them. If they're you, uh, you're going to have to come to terms with them. You're going to have to live for them. You're going to have to take care of them. You're going to have to lower your targets because of them. There's a lot of things how this useness that we are fits itself around this very small misunderstanding. And therefore, your possibilities get incredibly diminished and they're all cast into time. So now, you're not okay now, but you could be okay if you did this or did that or that person stopped doing this or that. Yes, you see? So suddenly now the possibility are trafficked in time. And so there's a tithing, yeah? Oh, you, yeah, I'll let you have a good, a couple of minutes, but you gotta do this. It's like a meritocracy and something's playing God. Yeah, yeah. And some of this is, you know, there's no way I could ever reach this place without effort or thought un unless I am that place. That doesn't sit well to that which is saying it is the place you're starting from. It doesn't want to be shown up in a weird way. Yeah, but in fact, that's the possible. And the, the reason why it finally starts occurring for us, I believe, is prefaced with seeing it or at least entertaining it may not be you. Because I don't believe you're ever going to live through that argument if it's you trying to get rid of you. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, we very, very. So this thing is you see it as not you, and then things can happen. And then there's a fearless, thorough inventory. And what's that show? Traces your misunderstandings. And then there's an abandonment of them because they're not about you. They're not yours. And therefore, there you go. So instead of holding the fucking thing, you release it into the flow. Yeah, yeah. So there is nothing to seek and find for there is nothing lost. This is the obviously, this is the story of the necklace and the lady believes she lost it, totally bums herself out, gets all these people to join her looking for it. They hear about someone says they found a necklace. They go to those meetings, they sign up for the retreats and then and shit like that. And then one day a guy comes in and says, hey, just feel your neck. She feels her neck and she feels the necklace. The mental reaction is, I found it. But the fact was, it was never lost. It hadn't left her neck. She just wasn't feeling it. She believed something so much, she didn't investigate. So she was totally bummed out, yeah, in the loss of the necklace, though the necklace wasn't lost. So isn't that bummed outness an uncaused effect? Because if you, the story was, it was caused by my losing the necklace, and then you realized, there was no necklace lost, then how the hell were you bummed out? This is the dreaming, isn't it? Yeah. You dreamt something was lost that wasn't. And it's reality of being lost bummed you out. Yeah, that's probably how things go. But they, this is a, on a basis of fallacy because the misunderstanding is that it was lost. That's why you're looking to find it. And that's why it's frustrating and you're confused. Why am I not finding this? I'm using a 5,000 year old method. Yes, I'm doing everything I've been asked to do. I gave up meat. I'm not looking at porn or whatever. I'm just going through, you know, everything pretty good. I should be arriving soon, <laughs> but it's not working. It is working perfectly, but, <laughs> but it's not working in your view, yeah. which your view isn't really its view. Yeah. So trace your understandings and abandon them. That is all. Is that that difficult, really? Do you think it would take a whole day? You could do it right now. You could just see, wait a minute. You don't see it, you see the activity of it, yeah. yeah? So you see the activity, all right. Hmm, do I wanna change one word in that statement? No, I just see it as not mine, yeah. nor about me. That's all that happens. It has the same fucking thing going, but there's not an adding on to it or the sense of uh, me being the act of the tail being put on the dog, so to speak, yeah? I just don't see there's a tail. Yeah, so there is nothing to seek and find for there's nothing lost. Relax and watch the I am. That's yeah, not bad. Yeah, don't you sense it anyway? I mean, the sense that validates Paul as being here now, where actually Paul is manufactured by I was Paul and I will be Paul. But then it's the I am claim to imply it's Paul. But it's the I am the whole mental story is based on. Yeah, it now fills it up with past and future, but the whole basis of the I am Paul is the I am.
obviously. Yeah. So it's I am Paul, Jim, Mary, Sue. Billions of names are given to the one I am or the knowable, just I am, not one. That means there may be a second I am. <laughs> this is I am, yeah? Millions of stories built on that I am. Without the I am, there's no fucking story. Yeah, there'd be no writing the next chapter. Yeah, so don't you see the commonality? You can see the commonality in all the differences. By negating the differences, what are you going to come up with? Exactly what you are by seeing what? What you're not. Yeah. There's an abandoning of it as not you. There's not an abandoning of the, the activity continues, but you abandon the, the idea that it's you. Yes? Yes. And then what happens? There is nothing to seek and find becomes very fucking clear. Seriously. I mean, completely clear. And it may never not be clear again. You may just come to the end of that little tributary and it's over. Yeah. Now you may think you got it or didn't get it that day. It doesn't matter. There's a place inside somewhere, not inside, but here of knowledge that's not an acquired taste. It's not something you learn. It's something that is it's based on our nature. Yeah. Therefore, and that has an echo and a pulse that in the silence, you may see, hear it as deafening, really. And the silence becomes much more attractive when you see you're not the chaos and the drama and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So there is nothing to seek and find is a revelation, really. Now, I believe a lot of the times when people read this or they, or they hear about it, they're hearing it from the action figure which is, it sort of sets off a cognitive dissonance because the action figure is completely based on the other view, yeah? Just like when you look at the head and you read Hoang Po and Hoang Po says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Uh, if you just put that here, just put it here and then look at it and the stream of the head and the head stream, its whole momentum is based on the exact opposite. That which is perceived is what's perceiving. So this, you don't have to go a hundred miles to have a debate, it's right there, yeah? Whatever can be perceived cannot be that which is perceiving, simple statement. Up here, that which is perceiving is the perceived. <laughs> Where are those two gonna meet? They're not. One's gonna be abandoned and the other gonna be, is gonna be reinforced. That's all. It's not about vanquishing or killing. It's about losing interest in vanquishing or killing. You don't care, yeah? You realize my idea of peace was completely dependent on its absence and it never seems to be that absent. So there goes my peace. Now you realize peace is an inherent, inherent quality and there's this action going on, leaving little footprints that disappear as soon as the foot gets put on and lifted off, yeah? The way we're reading it is a mistake, a misunderstanding. And so when that is cleared up, the peace is there and the chaos is there. 
at the same time, one is not of time and the other is of time. So there is a different quality. So two things in a weird way can appear at the same time, but one of those things is not a thing. <laughs> and it's the space that everything appears in. So in a weird way, there is two things appearing at the same time. One is happen is an appearance in time, and then there's the timeless non-appearance. That's the context. So truly, in a way, there is. Yeah. One's appearance, one is not. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. What's the last line? Oh, the last line. Maybe the last time I see it. Here we go. <laughs> the last line. I could start. Reality is just behind it. Or just before it. Or just around. Before the, the I am. All right. So it goes, there is nothing. Uh, relax and watch the I am. You want it? What's before it? There is nothing to seek and find for there is nothing lost. That's the perfect thing. So if someone could sit you down and go, there's nothing lost. Therefore, there's nothing to seek and find. That would be nice. But it's here. The best way is a negative way, I feel. Yeah, it's negation. If you started it as an affirmation, the head would have a field day making shit up about it. So it's a negation. Yeah, yeah. to me, that's the best delivery of a message concerning what we are, is to be about what we're not, really, <laughs> truly. So trace your understanding and, and understandings and abandon them. That is all. There is nothing to seek and find. So what would be the thing that would be abandoned? The understanding or the my of the understanding? I would say the my. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe as Paul, you need Lao Tzu's uh, understanding, but Lao Tzu's understanding is from what we are. It wasn't Lao Tzu's understanding. It was coming from what we are. So we can have a sort of Lao Tzu understanding of our own in a speak in a way, which would be much more tactile and much more intimate, therefore much more convincing, I feel. So therefore, that's why I believe, you know, everything that we set up to be saviors has to fail us because we don't need saving, really. Yeah, and if something perpetuates that belief of needing saving, there's a, there's a disservice going on there. I'm not saying it's personal, but there's a disservice because it's it's enforcing a, a misunderstanding about you need someone to come in your life and change everything. Yeah. So, and you can see it a lot with religions now. Yeah, there's a, a hoping and imagine someone is going to save us. Yes. But because of the us is such in, in separation and presence, it's gonna be a very select few. And most of us, the other us is gonna get whacked. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna be saved, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? So it's a very sort of specialized savior. Yeah, yeah. So. It seems like uh, God in, in our own image. Like it says, God made us in his. No, I believe we're, we're making God in our image. I, I think we're doing the exact opposite of what they claim. <laughs> so there is nothing to seek and find for there is nothing lost. Relax. 
And that's one thing we do in Zen Bitchlap. <laughs> we are big on relaxing. Yeah. We are. We are big on relaxing. I have to say it. Relax and watch the I am. Yeah. Reality is just behind it. Keep quiet. That's why I wish everyone, every time we do a live group, keep quiet. <laughs> Keep silent. Now, I think there's a difference between silent and quiet. Yeah. You can keep quiet, but be very, very loud, or you can be loud and be very, very silent, really. So I like to keep silent. It will emerge, or rather, it will take you in. Now, I don't believe it. I don't like that those expressions, because I think uh, you can't be taken into what you're already in. So I believe the idea of this idea of trying to get in something, there's a belief that we're out of is really an ongoing like uh, bait they put on that fly fishing fucking reel that gets you the seeking goes on and on and on. Yes. Yeah, I don't believe that would need to be taken into it or it's going to emerge. I think it's readily available at all times. It's just our interest and attention uh, is in emphasizing it because it has a job to emphasize the noun, so to speak. So when it's freed from that job, the interest and attention is gonna really surprise you because uh, it's gonna be much different than you thought it would be because you would think I'm gonna keep my eye on the ball. You lose all interest in the ball, mostly. Yeah, you do. You're interested in a condition when, it, when the warning that it's bad goes off. But if it's got a certain level of quality, you're not tending to it at all. Just enjoying what you can in a quality of living, yes? And then you're moved by things. And after a while, you come to have faith in those things that are moving you. And you don't need to explain it to anyone or not because you'll be accountable if it works or it doesn't. But you're just being led and you're, it's working. You finally really feel like something... You, you're going to be directed as an action figure. You are. We're going to be compelled through information or energy or something to come through us to, to move, to go, to see, to look this way or that way. Yeah, it's going to happen. So in AA, we call it the new employer and the old employer. So it means there's always been an employer. We've always been employed, which means to use. So this action figure is being used get used to it really. And therefore you're gonna know the tree or that which is using you by the fruit. Yeah, as Jesus says, you can't know the tree but you'll know the tree by the fruit. So a good tree cannot bring forth bad fruit. A bad tree cannot bring forth good fruit. Yeah, you'll know the tree by the fruit, exactly. Yes, so the action figure, just like commonality of, just like we learn from memory, last week we were here, it was freezing, or two weeks ago, everyone was freezing, um, you know, and we had a heater right here, but we didn't turn it on. So it was an unsuspected resource, or like the, the, the necklace the lady had. Yeah. And then I remembered it after at coffee, and for some reason, it stuck on one of these rocks in the action figure, and I remembered it today. Before 
the end the, before the talk was over. <laughs> I remember the last time after the talk was over, this now before. To me, that's progress. Yeah. yeah? I learned something like I learned rub two rocks. <laughs> so you know, it's down to that really simple, like what works, what doesn't work. Uh yeah, yeah. So anyone uh so this may have been the last time I read this. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, thank you. Yeah. I'll start it again just for a sink in. No. All right. Anybody have questions there? Or whatever. Uh, there's one hand up, Paul. But first, um, in chat, Joyce asked if Paul and company are going to the firehouse cafe afterwards or somewhere else. Someone asked you on the chat chat, yes. Joyce asked that. Firehouse. Cafe. Firehouse. Firehouse, I mean. Okay, there, there's the answer. And there's two hands up. Do they want here. us to order something for them too? <laughs> no, no, she just said she's in Sausalito. She just wanted to know <clears throat> if you're going there or somewhere Yeah, we'll be there in about, uh, as soon as you, all of you stop asking questions. No, <laughs> no, we'll be there in about okay. 20 minutes. Yes, so tell uh, her that. Okay. Well, she probably heard it. So I think she's on here somewhere. Oh, great. Uh, I have uh, a suspicion who it is. So don't worry. It was, it was Joyce. Joyce. Oh, thank you. It's oh, Joyce. Joyce. Joyce, a little Sosalinian. All right. Nice. Yeah, we'll be over there in about 20 minutes. Try to get your couch for us. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Great. All right. Great. And, and Bruce, Bruce has his hand up. Joyce, you'll recognize it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bruce, come on. All right, I was trying to lower my hand. There we go. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks, thank you. thanks again, everyone, and so much. Everything that's been shared. <clears throat> yeah, well, since we last um, shared, uh, this, this whole I am thing, um, yeah, without the I, I don't want to. You know, just the be the being, and it, like the I is the not being of being. Um, you know, and seeing the understanding or the misunderstanding. Well, who's the seeing? Who's who's the seer of that? Anyway, as far as experience goes, um, I had a feeling of loss the other day. Uh, you know, a group that I participate in. And right immediately, it was the recognition uh, of the thoughts, you know, being of the mental activity. But then it come right back to, well, who would it be, you know? And in conversation with others, as you know, you do on the show. So, I also had other triggers to where I, I would immediately, you know, um, the thoughts would like be consuming and to see the seeing that um, that was a misunderstanding. Well, they're not there so much anymore at all. And it's none of my doing. That's totally obvious. So yeah, Nisargadada, you know, prior to I, language, all that stuff, you know, that self-identity. Anyway, without this particular, you know, group sharing together, 
uh, um, it would not, uh, you know, to have, have it available to marinate in. And hopefully, you know, I bring, I feel it, Bruce feels a bringing of joy and relief, sense of relief, a traveling lighter. And uh, that's all that can be expected. Um, but yeah, that's, it's, it's strange. It's just strange what's, uh, what seems to be happening. Of course, knowing, you know, it'll, anything that appears in thought has already happened, that kind of, you know, today's future is tomorrow's past. So, you know, I'm not a drop of ocean, I'm an ocean and a drop, I'm the ocean and a drop. There's no I to be, you know, as an object to be uh, of being. Anyway, you know, of course, this is intellectual, but when it comes to a personal experience as the mind body, you know, action figure, it's, it's amazing just to put, you know, that it all is seen together, I guess, the seeing of it. Um, and it's not even the seeing of it. And as the awareness and the consciousness, I'm, uh, you know, right in line with you all, all along the way. So thank you very much for, for helping me along this, whatever it is, to the action figure. That's it from me. Thank you, thank everyone. You. Uh, remember, too, just be careful a little bit because the head will start parroting, uh, who is it, yeah? Yeah? Okay. Yeah, so sometimes, uh, who, who is this I said the fourth time, isn't like it the oh. fourth time, yeah? Who's, asking, who's the, asking who's the I? <laughs> exactly, the, the head can parrot this idea also yeah. and therefore now you'll be uh it's like a bird uh taking a shit on the perch looking at another perch yes yeah exactly my point yeah to see yes exactly thank you the idea is uh there's a time again there's you abandon the ball and you put it down something else picks it up and runs it the rest of the way. Yeah, you ever read Ramana? You always talk about that. You, you're brought to a certain place and then that's the end of your job, so to speak. And then something, you put the ball down and something picks it up and he would call it grace, yes? Yeah. Yeah, so, feeling of turning over the wheel. Yes, yeah. so you don't want to go when you're turning over the wheel. Who's turning over the wheel? It may be a little bit abusive then. Okay. You've turned gotcha. over the wheel. Yeah, that's all that's yeah, yeah. necessary. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's a big feeling sometimes. Thanks for that. Yeah. Next, there was another hand up. <laughs> Yes, we got Esther, I think. Esther's up. Esther has her hand raised, Paul. Yeah, I see. Yeah, Esther, come on in. A couple things. Um, may I comment to Bruce about something that I have recognized? Uh, if it could be uh, helpful to everyone, yes. But if not, you can chat them. It's helpful to everyone. Hmm? It's helpful to everyone. Well, all right. If If... I noticed that part of uh, Diedrich Walsack's Walsack's Choose Again program 
Um, he has six steps. He's also a course teacher. He has six steps. Um, and he says the first step is uh, to acknowledge that you're upset. And then to see it's not a, that it's about me and not projecting on something else. Yeah. And I noticed that Bruce might have been upset about this group that he was disconnected with for something. And he's trying to bypass the upset, seemed like to me, by saying all these things that he learned from you. But it really is important to, in my eyes, to recognize that you're upset. Then the other thing is your document, your phone has the ability to scan the document that you're talking that you're losing. Oh, oh it's all right, honey. It's a joke. Really. We, oh. can, we can get it from the book. I just... Uh... But I'm saying that you it's there's a really cool kid I've run for 20 years or so. There's a really cool feature on the phone that you can scan it into your phone and then print it out anywhere you want it. Oh, that would be good, yes. But then or, again, I like I need the material to keep the skit going. Uh, and then this, this skit started a long I'm gonna break in here. This got this skit started a long time ago. And and you have to identify with what I'm speaking of. I was going to Europe. I was in Europe and uh, going to travel through Europe through Ryanair. And through Ryanair was a very cheap airline. But you had to, if you were like one half of an ounce over the weight, they charged like $300. That's what they were hoping to catch some fish over the weight. So. I had a book I wanted to bring by Ram Maharshi, the collected talks of Ram Maharshi, but that book weighed too much. So I just ripped some pages out and went on my, my talking circuit with like eight pages of the book. So I wouldn't give $100, $300 to Ryanair. So this is sort of an offshoot from that. <laughs> these are all these, I don't know, the history. I like, see, I love history comedic history. I think using history for comedic purposes is great. So yeah, that's so I'm not- I have, an, I have two other things. One is when I was in the um, psych ward, <laughs> one of the things that I was thinking about was what you said on having never left, then you laughing about it, then after that fact, after that yeah. retreat. And I was thinking about that while I'm sitting there on the mat, the, the yoga mat they let me have, and I'm just laughing and I'm stuck in this, in this room, I can't get out because of COVID. They wouldn't let us leave the room. And I'm just like laughing. I never had that experience in ever. And I had 58 hospitalizations. I never experienced laughter being stuck in a room thinking about what you're talking to me about. Oh, good. Great. Yeah, Great. it was really cool. And then the other, the other thing is. Honey, Esther, if you're going on these dating service, don't start out with, uh, I was in the psych ward. Yeah, just, just the, it may broaden your horizons. Who knows? <laughs> I wanted to be totally transparent. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, and then there was a talk that I lis I listened to about three or four talks last night to put me to sleep. I just slept through it. And the one that I woke up to, you talked about Jesus and the dreaming. And I wanted you, if you could re re refer to that um, content. If, when you get a chance. And also you said something tonight about quality and I couldn't verbalize any more than the word quality if you remember what you were talking about. Tonight, quality? Yeah. Mm, and Jesus. You talked about Jesus in this talk about 13 days ago. 
Oh, I think dreaming. I was talking about a parable about the the guy hiring people to work in his fields. I didn't hear that part. And then a or the prodigal son, those two stories. So I used a the I used the one about the hiring the person to work in the fields because it really uh, confronts the idea of time. So the guy has a farm and he's looking like he's gonna need somebody to help him get the crops harvested. So he goes to the union hall at nine in the morning, hires somebody for 50 bucks to work till five, yeah? So then he's gone to the farm and then he realizes he's gonna need another person. So he goes to the union hall at 12 o'clock, hires a guy for 50 bucks to work till five. Then around 2.30, he realizes he needs someone else. He goes back, hires him at 2.30, work till five for 50 bucks. And then at four o'clock, he needs another person, goes there, and the guy only has to work an hour to get 50 bucks. Now, the people who started at nine are a little pissed because they're getting the same amount of money that the person who's only there for half an hour is going to get. See, but this is... There ain't no time in heaven. Yeah, yeah. So whenever you arrive, there it is. Yeah, so it's just a plays around with that. And the prodigal son, if I do it justice, the guy is believing that which is playing God. It feels like he's done some terrible things to separate himself from his family. So he doesn't feel like he deserves any forgiveness. And he's ending up really living on a bottom and the physical bottom is in a pigsty fighting other pigs to get the last cob of corn. And then <laughs> he finally he's had enough. And his whole story and rationale that kept this gone, keep on keeping on breaks. And then there's no uh, bridge chapter. He immediately is on the road meeting his father who gives him some new clothes and ring and says, we got a huge feast going on. Let's go. Yeah, it's not like I pulled myself up from my bootstraps. I, oh, Mayor Culper. No, he just fucking had enough of his story. And there it was. It was always available at all time. See? Yes. So there, was a, there was a Rampa teaching that I listened to called the uh, Symbolic Keys. And he talks about uh, dreaming so deeply and this relaxed way that you actually see a doorway and you shut the door. I like to see the gateless gate. So there's nothing to open or shut. Hallelujah. No. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I, I dream, I'm dreaming of the gateless gates. No toll, no, no toll man will there be. Because as far as I look and as long as I am, that's all I can see. The gateless gate. For you and me. <laughs> Yes, the gateless gate, the open secret. Yeah, no door closing, no door opening. Just it's all the closing and the opening are in the open space. Yes, it can't be like we think it is. It won't be it. <laughs> so we just make artistic flaring, you know, projects and probably will never capture what we're trying to describe in any 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 tactile way. But that's not the joy of it. The joy of it is just expressing, yes. So here we are like fucking radical clerics. One of the names I used to be called in AA, 
radical cleric Paul just fucking espousing shit for the for just the other joy of this. Really, do I think it's going to change the world? No. Do I think it's going to change what you're going to do? No. You know, I don't think anything about it. But I just compelled to do it, and I try to make it as funny as I can to enjoy myself and others. Yeah, and let's not take. You know, we have a rule, a made-up rule in recovery, which is Rule 62. Uh, <laughs> let's not take ourselves too seriously. Let's not take self too seriously. Yeah. And so what you can really share is how serious self is taken. Not by anyone, but how serious the mental activity takes this idea of self. Quite seriously. Yeah. And it directs as much interest and attention to it as possible, because without it, it would appear to be what it is, which it ain't. So for the appearance to keep going, it has to keep reappearing because it can't stand on its own. It's exhausting, literally. Yeah. So this is the easiest softer way. This is the disarming way. It's a clarity of understanding about the misunderstanding of who or what has the understandings. And in that recognizing of that, of that who, as not being you, it can be abandoned. And what does the abandonment look like? It's not a giant act in a huge 12 act play. It's just loss of interest. You just lose interest in the need to be liberated. You lose interest in this and that. And then you gain interest in interest in itself, really. You gain interest in all the times your interest was lent or and directed, you gain interest in that interest, just the interest. Yeah? It never runs out. It's always available all times. And when it's not being directed, it's the presence. What you call the presence to me is undirected interest and attention. Yeah, You've lost interest in a lot of the fucking uh, stories. So that interest attention has come back. Some of it goes out to deal with whatever's going on, but most of it's just abiding or resting in itself, interest and attention. Doesn't come up with much, doesn't know what the fuck's going on, that doesn't need to know. It just is, it's pretty good. I feel like it has a huge, a nice uh, calming effect on, on that which is agitated and restless and discontent. Dis connected and all this shit that it believes. It brings a calming balm to it uh, without being overbearing. It just it accepts it, it sees it for what it ain't, and you, it sees that peace abides no matter what. Yeah. Your inherent nature is gonna win, is gonna reign supreme. This is a finite event in an infinite field. Who's going to quote unquote win? The finite? Yeah, yeah. What's there to lose? Nothing, really. Doesn't mean this isn't gonna flip out, it will, but you'll see it's not you. Instead of thinking this is you, and therefore with my great understanding, it shouldn't flip out, you're gonna be very fucking confused and frustrated because it's probably gonna flip out, yeah? If it's been traumatized through many, many arrests and getting shot at and all this shit, it's probably going to feel a little uneasy if the I'm sitting in the delicatessen and two cops come in. I'll probably feel uneasy as the action figure. I will. 
and I'll know exactly where they are and I'll know exactly when they came in and I would have seen them pull up yeah. and my friend wouldn't have noticed anything. I'd be fucking way on, way on top of that motherfucker. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Is that me? No, it's not me. Yeah. So, hey. Paul, All right. Paul, real quick. So it was the one non-duality, not getting it or anything is surrender. I think that was the one that helped Alan and myself the most um, yesterday. Oh, not getting anything? Yes. That, that, that one you talked about Jesus, you talked about the moon movie. Oh, yes. Really well, awesome stuff. Yeah, the moon, I've, I've, gone, I've gone to the moon many times. <laughs> it's a reliable story. The moon movie, yeah. The movie moon. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I can tell you what it is. It's got a guy named Samuel, Sam something. Oh, and, and, and the, the movies... Movie. The movie, the movie Solaris, you might enjoy. I have, I've watched Solaris. Yeah. The favorite line in that one is, um, "We don't have to live like that anymore." At the end. That's right, and then you probably will, and you'll take yourselves not to be that. <laughs> you get the hit. You may. I don't have to live like that anymore, and then it lives like that. <laughs> but now you're not that much interested in it. Yeah. There was a famous Russian writer. And he uh, wrote a book about a guy who had a lot of regrets about his life and everything. So he asked God to give him another chance and he did and he did the exact same thing over again. <laughs> oh, did you hear, did you ever hear this um, joke? Uh, th this uh, guy complained about his wife uh, and, and his family. And he said, well, why don't you um, uh, buy a goat? And he says, well, we do the goat. He said, put it in the house. And he came complaining. He says, "There is this is," and then he kept kept adding animals to the house, and then he just started to um to I don't know. He he made a change. I don't know if you ever heard the joke. It's a really cool joke. Oh no! But hey, I'm gonna go soon. So let's. Thank uh, you, thank, thank you. you, honey. Thank you very much. Anyone else, Bill? Or no? no, no, no. There aren't any more hands, Paul. All right. I'm looking at all the happy customers here. <laughs> One thing you want to never do is overdo it. You don't want a dead. You don't want to beat a dead horse. Yeah. All right. It's always a pleasure. Hey, I want to say goodbye to everyone. Esther, thank you so much for uh, all the support and and your presence here. Kerry, thanks. Nice job, Kerry, as always. Bruce, always a pleasure, brother. Yeah. Joyce, we'll see you. We're going to be coming. We're leaving in about right after this. Yeah. We'll see you down there. Bill Churchman, thank you for jumping into the, whatever it's called, not the void, the other one. Yeah, thank you. Need to watch that. It's dirty money. Where did this money come from? Who cares? Give it yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Oh yeah. Wash this. <laughs> All right, we got Kathleen. She's gone through the process of what? Confusion. And now she's just happy. Yes, yeah, very nice. We got John. Oh, John, Jed, Jeb, Don, John, he's back. All right. Chris H. There he is, Chris. Yep. Gene T. Nice to see you, Gene. Say hello to uh that man Angelo for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank, thank him for sending you over. That's very nice. Yes, really, I'm happy you're, you're here. Marty, as always. Marty's too afraid to show his face anymore. It's okay. Tariq, my friend in Dover. Nice to see you, Tariq. Hey, I'm gonna be coming over there, so you better get out of town. Maybe late May, early June, I hope, if the health is good and stuff, yeah. Got to do some talks in Dover. Jack, Jack, uh, yeah, in the tiger's mouth. John S. Florida, yes, you know where the bathroom is. Yeah, yeah, down, straight down. Michael Anderson, nice to see you. Emerson, Long Beach. Vlad, oh, my man, Vlad. Oh, Vlad, you remind me, everyone who's could be or was or is interested in another retreat. We're having it in Sicily in October. It's on the website. Vlad will probably be there and, Roman and a number of other people. And it'll be, uh, it should be pretty cool. Looks like a pretty cool place. So, all right. We got uh, Vlad, Mikhail, Sherry, San Diego. There she is. Nice to see you. Alan, there you, Alan, thank you, thank you. And you put the light on today, that's nice, yeah. Kim, have we met before? I can't see you from here. Uh, it's all right. Sally, there she is, yes. You know why all your understandings have failed you? Because you don't need it, yes? Yes, Roman, as always. Irene, always nice to see Irene now. She's a, she's a new presence that seems to have always been here. Very nice. Chris B, as always. Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. My hat is off to you. Don O. He found out he didn't, he didn't need to do a Vipassana retreat by going to the Vipassana retreat. It worked. That's pretty cool. All right, we've got, uh, let's see who else. Jane, Greg in Minneapolis. Jane, I can't see you clearly, but uh, we have Miranda. There she is. Nice to see you, Miranda. I'm very happy that you showed up into our Zoom world, Miranda. Very nice. Yes. We have Jim, nice to see Jim. Zoe, as always, she's gonna try to figure out how to start her school semester later so she can go to Sicily. There you go. Take them on us on a fucking student, uh, whatever you call that. Uh, field trip. No, the students go, go to another oh, country. Exchange. Student exchange, this will be a teacher. Field trip, oh no. Will be a teacher exchange, <laughs> yeah. James, nice to see you, James. Have I met you before? No, is this your first time here? Yes? Doesn't matter, it's welcome. Yeah. Nice to see you. Oh yeah, I didn't unmute, yes. First nice time. Oh great. great. Thank you, thank you for thank you. showing up. I got Paul in Pennsylvania. Yeah, nice to see you, Paul. Amy, Seattle, Alan. Lori, Susan K. I'm going to get a latte as soon as I can get out of here. <laughs> Holly, nice to see Holly. I don't see her, but nice to know she's there. 
Walter from the Netherlands. I think that's uh, I think that's all. If I missed you, uh, I haven't missed you. Oh, wait a minute, Sarah. Oh, how could I jump over Sarah? And then we got Elon also, and Tyler. I miss I missed all and Shannon. Shannon C, I missed the whole important. Uh... Sarah, how are you? Not bad. I wish I was coming for a coffee. <laughs> uh, where are you now? London again. Oh, oh, London. All right, Sarah. We're going to hunt you down. Don't worry. We're going to put a chip in you so I can, <laughs> uh, I can live your life vicariously. Yeah. Nice to see you, Thank honey. Thank you, Paul. So lovely always. Uh, you're welcome. Mm, Always thanks. a pleasure. Why don't you come to Sicily in October? I just heard about it now. You're going to yeah. do it, honey. Yeah, we, okay. we need you in the group. Yeah. Love to. I was looking at the photos of Puglia. It looked amazing. Yeah, just well, a couple of be, days ago. It looked, um, yeah, it looked we're so We're going to be down south, farther south in Sicily this year. Yeah. Wow. I'm hoping you come, truly. Awesome. Uh, we got Don. There's the man who's who's learned. Tyler, I missed somebody. Oh, here he is. How do I get this out? I don't know. I, oh, dear, David. Another David. Yes? Nice to see you. Have you been here? You've been here before. Yeah, yeah. No? No. No. Oh, well, welcome. Nice, nice to meet you. Nice to be here. Yeah, good. Good. All right, everyone. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. 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 Thanks.